Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. Fly ball, left field. Caught! Bottom fishers no more. The Rays are going to the playoffs. Throws the other way. Got it. He's got a touchdown, South Florida, and the Bulls upset Auburn. I started yesterday's show with saying that baseball is too long of a game. Little did I know, just a few hours later, I would find a game that's even longer than baseball. Let's talk about it. Hello, how's everybody feeling out there? Anybody a little bit tired after watching what we saw happen last night? Something so crazy, just no words for it as a sports fan. And of course, I'm talking about the Tampa Bay Rays' 8-2 win over the Boston Red Sox. What a valiant effort. But seriously, let's get into a five-overtime hockey game. How crazy is that? All the things that happen between this game are just hilarious. The game started at 3. A Rays game that started four and a half hours later got to the seventh inning before this game was over. You had a playoff game that started in Edmonton at five that got over before this game was over. You had the the Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes have to go back home because there's a curfew and they couldn't play another game. It's crazy to look at it when you think of yourself as a sports fan. The fact that you would do something like watch a hockey game for six hours just because you love the team that much. It sounds so stupid. We are the dumbest people ever that we watch sports. But we love them at the same time. I'm still trying to process exactly what happened yesterday. I don't want to say I jinxed it, but I might have. Uh, In a chat group with my friends earlier, we had plans to do stuff. And I said, this game's going to overtime, because we made plans, and we were all joking. And it did. And then I made the joke, this is going to go to three overtimes, isn't it? In the chat group, they said, you're going to jinx us. Oh, it went three overtimes, all right. How about an extra two? How about the fourth longest game in NHL history ever? Just ridiculous. I mean, usually games like that also get very boring. I remember watching, I think it was a Dallas game maybe, 
where it goes to three overtimes and they're it, it was a boring game to begin with and they weren't doing anything and finally it was like just someone score in this I thought the Lightning and Blue Jackets were going to still be playing currently on like their 25th overtime. Wow. <laughs> and it didn't look like there was an end in sight when you saw the shots on goal. Everything was going like right into the goalie's pads. There would be wide open shots where the entire net is open basically. I'm thinking of a Kucherov one. I have no clue what overtime it was in. But Kucherov had a wide open net and it just flings to the right. It doesn't even come close and you're just sitting there and it's just like, what What do these guys have to do to finish this game? And just think about how deflating that game would have been if you lose. Oh, you get swept by the Blue Jackets last year and then you lose a five overtime game to them. We <laughs> probably get swept again. I I honestly don't, like, if you're a Lightning player today, what are you doing right now? If you're a Blue Jackets player, what are you doing right now? Icing up and just thinking about how you played two and a half games and lost? I mean, I guess at least, if you're the losing team, you can at least have confidence. Even though you lost that game, it still only counted as one. If you're the winning team... I guess, even though you took a huge moral win in a game that lasted the length of two and a half games, it still only counts as one game. So, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I literally do not know what you could be thinking right now when you're just... What, are, are they sitting in ice baths right now? Cryotherapy? Just looking at these, like the time of ice stat, like you have Seth Jones, Iron Man last night, 65 minutes. Marinsky on uh, Columbus, 61 minutes. How about the fact that Victor Hedman wasn't even supposed to play and he almost played an hour last night? That's a uh, hockey playoffs for you where you don't get any information on the injuries. But uh, <laughs> another thing that's not even talked about in the game if the lightning don't have puck luck the whole time we probably lose that game two to zero the first goal goes off points uh leg i mean that's not as much puck luck but the second one i mean it goes off uh the, the columbus goalie uh, off his pad he was so good that uh he had to score on himself for us to get a tie like that dude was nails. 88 shots. Just keep seeing that that number of shots climbing throughout the entire overtime was amazing. I mean, to uh, I, I saw Columbus fans commenting on like the Lightning last night, and they were thankful that Lightning fans had so much uh, class, like talking to them, not like making fun of them or anything about how they're classy to each other, saying, "Man." Both of us were a part of this this game that will be remembered for for years. I mean, it's the fourth longest NHL game ever. And what it reminds me of is, so I'm a USF fan. I graduated from there. We played UCF one year. 
two seasons, three seasons ago, something like that, and they played one of the best games ever. But we were the team that lost. We lost on a kickoff return for a touchdown. And it was heartbreaking. But at least you can remember the time that you played in one of the best football games ever. It sucks that you lost to a rival. But you have to find some type of positive in that it was one of the best games of all time. And it featured your team. Still nowhere near close to how awesome it would be if you win on the road against your main rival. But you have to at least take something away from it. At the end of the day, it's sports. It's not that serious. You're you're going to live. So, let's see. What else is there to talk about? Uh, Mitchell Stevens, he's been awesome for the Lightning so far as a rookie. Uh, definitely a bright future there. That guy's all over the ice. Um, Barclay Goudreau. Love that trade. I I think I remember seeing people complain about that trade. I had no clue who he was. You know what? Maybe that's better sometimes as a hockey fan. Let's see. Oh, NHL's uh, between period, uh, well, between overtime, the things they were saying, like, uh, we apologize if you had anything else to do today. Start the seventh period stretch. That was another good one. Still overtime. Uh, NHL, they're stepping up their social media game during this bubble. That's a good thing to see because if you want to have success, get new young people. It's all through social media. The main, the main thing that people, I haven't actually seen that many Columbus people complaining about it. It seems like mainly just fans of the sport in general. They're complaining about that play where uh, Atkinson... I think is his name, is about to get a breakaway, and Hedman looks at first in real time. I, I thought it was a penalty, and I thought we were done. I thought that was the end of the game. I thought it was going to be a penalty shot. But when you see slow-mo, it looks like textbook defense. I know I'm biased as a Lightning fan, but when you listen to you listen to other people talk about it. They said that's textbook defense. He was not in a shooting motion for one, so it wouldn't have been a uh, penalty shot. That's all I can say about it. I, I I thought it was a penalty at first. I thought for sure penalty shot's coming. And when you see it in slow-mo, it does not look like a penalty. But anyway, tomorrow we play at 3 p.m. again. How long is this game going to go? Let's hope it's just uh, three periods and we get an easy win. Uh, my prediction for last game was that we would lose 3-1 to one and it would just be a frustrating game. Instead, it was the fourth longest game ever. So maybe I shouldn't make a prediction. Maybe I should, maybe I should predict that it's going to go 20 overtimes and, and we'll lose again. And that way we'll win in regulation, maybe. The Rays. I would be lying to you if I said I paid a lot of attention to the Rays game last night. I was getting the updates. I had it picture-in-picture uh, picture on my Lightning feed with the uh, Fox Sports Go app. No free ads, though. Pay me. So I had it up. I wasn't paying real close attention. It was. An <laughs> it's the perfect game to have if you have something more important going on with another team. Because they they blew out the Red Sox. It wasn't 
ever. I mean, it was close in the first few innings, but that's about it. Um, big news from it was Andrew Kittredge left with shoulder soreness. So that could be an issue because he's been one of the better relievers for us so far. I mean, the whole bullpen is nailed so far. It's our starters that need to get it together, as I said yesterday. But losing Kittredge, I mean, dude, he can come in and save. He opened yesterday. Um, you just have to wonder if he had shoulder soreness before the game or did this literally flare up with facing two batters because he pitched and got the save in uh, two nights ago against the Red Sox. So is this something they could have maybe slowed him down earlier? Besides that, uh, you had Mike Brosau get a home run. I've long often said they need to play Brosso more, however you say his name, Brosso. Let's see, what else do we have? Zunino now has a .88 batting average, so he's tearing the cover off the ball once every 30 times or so. Yes, they did have some decent offense in the game, nothing uh, flashy besides one home run. A um, few RBI doubles, but the thing it looks like to highlight in this game is we brought the bullpen game back, which was so important to us last year. Unfortunately, you started out with Kittredge getting injured, so John Curtis comes in for two, two and two-thirds, gives up a run, but nothing too crazy. You have Alvarado come in for two, Thompson come in for one, Castillo come in for one, Loop, who's been awesome, Awesome reclamation project, ultimate raise signing this year. Our guy Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson is my favorite reliever on the team. He's been he gets the strikeouts. That's that's his thing. That's his bread and butter. He goes out there and strikes people out, and I love it. And he throws he just throws strikes. That's what you need. Uh, besides that, I'll be watching all of the Rays game tonight. This is a very <laughs> Very light coverage of the Rays today. I apologize to them for saying four and a half hours was too long of a sporting event to hold because the lightning go out and do six hours the next day. So let's hope that the Rays don't do like seven today or something like that. I I remember watching when they played, I believe it was 16 innings with the Orioles, and I stayed up till 2 a.m. that one night for a game that started at 7. That was not fun, but we have Snell on the bump tonight. It's bump day, as they like to say on the Rays' Twitter whenever Snell's pitching. And the Rays are only a game and a half back from the Yankees right now, so if they can keep this win streak going. I Everybody's talking about how good the Yankees are, but they're starting to get a few more losses in that in that column, so... Keep it up, Rays. I mean, <laughs> the weirdest thing about the Rays season, after this series is over with Boston, this the season's one-third done already. It's already been 20 games. There's 60 games total. One-third of the season's already done, so you have to keep winning like this because you can't fall behind because when you look at the wild card, it's the Tigers right now ahead by half game. They've also played, it looks like, two games less, fewer. Sorry grammar um you have cleveland right there with you you still have the orioles there who are on a three-game win streak even though i think i said no they're on the decline 
Uh, now the White Sox have, they're there, 9-9. Nine and nine. There's plenty of teams right around that area. No one's really fallen completely off yet. The Red Sox are the worst team in the, the league right now with a 6-11 and 11 record, and that's still only three and a half games behind a playoff spot. Well, the main wild card spot. So just keep winning, race. Um, I wish I had more to talk about them today, but as I said, I only watched about two or three innings last night, but I am committed. And the next episode, I believe I will do on Friday. That sounds about right. My brain's still mush after watching a five-overtime hockey game. But it will be Friday, and I'll be covering the end of the Red Sox race series, and then it will also have the latest game of Columbus and the Bolts. So let's hope we're talking about three wins on Friday complete. Two Rays wins, one Bolts win. College football, I can't remember if it was officially official yet yesterday, but the Pac-12 and Big Ten are canceling their seasons. Sad to see, but uh, it's all good for me because uh, USF is now in a power conference. They said it on, on Twitter, the American Athletic Conference. We're power four now. We did it. And I just saw breaking news here for the Bucks. Damar Dotson is going to uh, Denver Broncos. Good for him. He said he wanted to play more. He was the, the longest tenured buck, so I guess it'd be Levante David now. So sad to see. He was starting to be in decline, but he still he still had some, some good uh, run blocking in him. But, yeah, you kind of figured they had to go in another direction eventually, but it's just sad to see. The anchor of that offensive line is just now gone. But good luck to him in Denver. Uh, there we go. I had Bucks news today, just besides training camp. It will be nice when uh, there is something more to report on for the Bucks than just training camp, training camp, training camp. But also, I don't want to be able to report on anything like negative, like injuries. So knock on wood on that. But anyway, that is today's show. No sponsor today. If you want to sponsor me, send me $5 on Venmo, and I'll sponsor whatever you want. I can start my own cameo service. But go Rays, go Bolts. That's it for today.